Hello, you're listening to the Greek to Me podcast, a daily discovery of the New Testament scriptures one word at a time. We hope today's podcast helps you better understand and appreciate God's word. Hello, it's January 21st, and today's word is pneuma. In John 3, verses 5 through 8, John writes, recording Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus, Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. The word I want to pull out here is actually two words, spirit and wind. They are the same word in the Greek. The word pneuma can be translated spirit, wind, or breath. It is most frequently translated as spirit, and really only the context determines the meaning, just to be sure. Interestingly enough, its Hebrew counterpart, ruach, has the same range of meaning as pneuma, translated likewise as spirit, wind, or breath. One commentator, Matthew Henry, says this of this passage and of these two-part translation of the word pneuma. He says, Our Savior spoke of the necessity and nature of regeneration or the new birth, and at once directed Nicodemus to the source of holiness of the heart. Birth is the beginning of life. To be born again is to begin to live anew. As those who have lived much amiss or to little purpose, we must have a new nature, new principles, new affections, new aims. By our first birth, we were corrupt, shaped by sin. Therefore, we must be made new creatures. No stronger expression can be chosen to signify such a great and most remarkable change of state and character as new birth. We must be entirely different from what we were before. This new birth is from heaven, and its tendency is to heaven. It is a great change made in the heart of a sinner by the power of the Holy Spirit. One last commentator adds this, God has power over the most hardened sinner to change him, as he has power over the loftiest oak to bring it down by a sweeping blast. It was, in fact, God who breathed the breath of physical life into every living thing in Genesis chapter 2. And it is God, we could say, breathes out the wind of his spirit to give new spiritual life. In verse 3 of our passage here, the term born again used synonymously here with the birth of the Spirit, can also be translated born from above. This is the sovereign work of God, is the picture here, who from heaven calls and draws and regenerates, which is to say he performs the miracle of opening blind spiritual eyes. He performs the miracle sovereignly of softening hard hearts and opening deaf spiritual ears to hear and believe the gospel. As the saying goes, you cannot control the wind, but you can adjust your sails. This is the truth of salvation, as seen here in John 3 with Nicodemus. We have the power neither to forecast nor direct the wind of the Spirit to save, or to regenerate, or to give second birth. 
And so with this in mind, how can we adjust our sails as it concerns salvation? How can we be more cooperative with the sovereign work of the Spirit? First, in terms of salvation and those who we long to see saved and come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, first we can pray and ask God to do what only He can do, and that is produce faith in the heart. Next, we can speak the gospel, giving every listener a chance to respond. And finally, we can praise. We can give God the glory for moving in such gracious and powerful ways.